Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm John Weber for AM Best TV and we're at the WSIA Marketplace in San Diego. I'm speaking today with Jeff McNatt and Sam Begg, co-presidents of the broker division for Amwins. And Sam, let's start with you today. What are the challenges of running a business in this environment? That's interesting. I, I think um, the challenges are, are multiple, but uh, some of the major ones are selling in a post-COVID environment. You um, are navigating through a hybrid workplace with clients as well as internally. And uh, it creates its own challenges in, in uh, being able to get in front of clients. I would say the second big challenge is attracting and retaining talent. Very difficult labor market. Um, attracting more so than retaining is uh, more challenging. And the third thing is just the speed, the speed of information, the speed that people require these days. It seems like each and every year, um, you know, clients want results immediately um, due to the labor challenges. It's difficult to keep up, so I'd say the speed of doing business is, is very difficult. Yeah, like going re retaining talent and uh, attracting talent is obviously a, is a key key factor for us, and uh, trying to make sure that we're building out programs and things internally that that uh, that that people want to come work for Amwins. I want to talk a little bit more about talent in just a minute, but before we do, Jeff, how much is technology changing surplus lines? Well, I think Sam hit it, hit it really well there just on the speed. I think that first of all, the speed of our technology changed from the days when Sam and I started in the business with a fax machine. Um, you know, now today people can get you via text and Instagram messenger and Snapchat and email and phone call at your desk and phone call on your cell phone. So I think the speed and the expectation has certainly uh, made it made it tough, uh, but um, and then you've got you know the good side about it is I think everybody's becoming so good at technology and around their data and analytics. I think that's what's going to drive the industry into the future is data analytics around your your current books and how you build out portfolios and build out product. That's what the wholesale distribution is all about. It's about building out product. I would add, uh, you know, social media has been a game changer too, and I'm I'm the worst at that. I, I don't have any myself, but to Jeff's point, LinkedIn uh, and all the different forms of, of doing business, um, it's really unique. I mean, one of the old guys, and you look at the youngsters who would much rather uh, send a text than maybe get on the phone and you know have a phone call. And I think we're really big on face-to-face -face, um, communications and relationship building, and. There's been a shift in that uh, in our business when it comes to using technology in lieu of that. So, so it's a changing of the guard. But it still is a relationship business when you get right down to it. 100%. That's what we continue to try to, to reiterate to our folks is the relationship business. Get on that phone, make those phone calls, make that personal connection. Coming to events like WSI are so critical for our people just to get to know people face to face. Because as Sam said, you know, people like to can tend to hide behind text and email. Um, it, it, dehumanizes what we do so it's important with that relationship to get out and build those those personal uh, friendships and partnerships and and uh, and you know that helps us deliver for our customers I mean, the industry filled a lot of voids during COVID and made thousands of hires but those people were never integrated into the business they were used to working from home and not having those relationships so to Jeff's point we are all over our people to be client-facing get out and meet people go have lunch like the old days Sam, you mentioned that it's tougher to attract than retain talent these days. So how do you attract the new talent? I'll let you know I figured that out, but no, no, seriously. Um, you know, we've been, at Amwins, we've been uh, heavily invested in something called broker development program. And, uh, you know, we take kids out of college, um, they work for three to five years, and then we put them through more of a rigorous training approach where they get 
on in the field training, on the job training at their branches, and then we have some centralized training resources to help develop their sales skills and analytical skills. Um, you know, we believe in building our own, and that's that's where we've been really successful. Yeah, that's a great point, Sam. Look, organic growth is is the wave of the future for the rest of for, for as after all the consolidation that's happened in the ENS space, the ENS brokerage space. Um, you're going to have to grow your own organically. So we 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 poured heavily into a broker development program. Um, as Sam mentioned, and bringing these kids through and teaching them the business, teach them how to sell. But we wait three to four years after they got some good experience on their belt, rather than just come straight out of college into it. So they get the, they work on a team or another broker, and then when we put them through the program, we spin them out and hopefully have them in some sort of you know seed book and seed relationship, so that they have a really a, a higher level of success. Um, and that, and so we've also. Uh, sort of belt and suspended that with a uh, retirement program. So used to in the old days is uh, people would sit on their book of business until they basically all the all the relationships got diminished and the book of business sort of faded away. So we've encouraged our brokers to by uh, creating a retirement program that incentivizes them to transition those relationships earlier than then run than just waiting till the end and uh, transition with a new up and coming broker and and that's that's good for us and good for the business. Are you looking for a different set of skill sets as, uh, than you were, say, as recently as 10 years ago? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to say, and, and Sam can pile in here too, but I mean, technology, being, being savvy on technology is a, is a real advantage because we use so much of it to drive the business. You know, yeah. from our own, our own systems to, uh, you know, using Excel and, and spreadsheets and all those kind of skills, they, they mean a lot. Going back to the training thing, you know, when we started in the business, carriers had extensive training programs and they stopped. Uh, mainly because people were being poached. And ENS brokerage used to be kind of the, where you end your career, not where you start. And so we had to get young faster. And so that's why we've poured so much into training and development. Um, when you talk about skill sets, I, th I think Jeff and I laugh that when we came in the business, it was, about, it was a knife and fork business. And today, it's still an important element, but you have to be technically savvy. So um, yeah. to Jeff's point, good with technology, and really knowing your product and being a specialist versus a generalist are really important things these days. Yeah, that's a great point. So I think the, the business has evolved so much to be in a specialist, a true specialist on the ENS side. Uh, the where it used to, it was just a, we're kind of a catch all the things that didn't fit the standard market. And now we're really driving the business by being experts and specialists at what we do. So what can we expect from this market as we move forward? Well, I think a lot of the same uh, going forward for the next 18 to 24 months. I mean, especially Sam and I are recovered property brokers by trade. So uh, in the property market is, is still healing and getting healthy. Um, there's some good signs and good things happening, but it, it's not enough new capacity pouring in to really make a big shift in the in the market. So expect a lot of the same in that. And there's a few other lines like cyber. We're seeing, seeing, starting to see some big claims coming on. I think there's a thing going on right now with MGM and Caesars uh, that, uh, you know, that, that's it's a cyber issue and uh, I think those claims are going to continue and I think the, that market may make a turn and then the casualty market there's been a lot of new capacity into the excess casualty market that's come in um, but I wouldn't say it's made a huge you know uh, change in in rate it, it feels like most are being relatively uh, conservative on that so I would say uh, you know the best way to describe it is that the market overall is healthier than it has been in the past it's still very difficult but um, there are a lot of subsets, you know, markets within markets, as Jeff was alluding to, you know. The property market is firm. Uh, losses continue to drive uh, poor results. Now you've got the Moroccan earthquake, the Libyan floods, Japanese flooding, 
Uh, you had Hawaii recently, California wildfires. So the property market is just, it's still in a reeling state. Uh, to Jeff's point on the casualty side it, and professional, it's confusing. Claims costs are going up, settlements are going up, rates are coming down and flattening. So it's a very competitive marketplace. Um, we expect more of the same, though, over the next 18 to 24 months. We don't see the bottom falling out by any stretch. Sam Beck, Jeff McNaught, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us on. From Marketplace in San Diego, I'm John Weber for IM Best TV. Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day, find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at 908-882-1706.